Welcome to another episode of the Spiritually Persistent Entrepreneur with your host, Sharon Wilson, founder and chief inspiration officer of Coaching from Spirit Institute and master spiritual business mentor. The intention of this show is to provide transformational tips, tools, strategies, and resources that support and empower you to soar and shine in your business now. Enjoy. Well, welcome everyone. I'm so excited you're listening in and I'm so excited for our guest today. In our talk today, she'll be sharing about how to feel vital, vibrant, and uplifted during challenging times. So let me introduce you to our amazing guest today. She's a best-selling author and speaker who inspires audiences around the world. In her new book, Wake Up to the Joy of You, she has 52 meditations and practices for a calmer, happier life. And she takes readers on a journey and inspires them to let go of what doesn't work and instead create the lives they really want. She was trained in London at the Royal Academy of Dramatic Art and then moved on to receive her master's degree in psychology from the University of Santa Monica. Her previous books on the Greek archetypes, gods and goddesses in love and conversations with the goddesses were turned into PBS specials. She's currently conducting workshops for Thrive Global, a global, a company founded by her sister, Ariana Huffington, to help change the way we work and live. And she's spoken and conducted meditations at many organizations and companies, including L'Oreal, LinkedIn, Pandora, Google, Nike, Weight Watchers, PepsiCo, Starbucks, and I can go on and on and on, many more. She brings home the importance of self-care, practicing gratitude, generosity, and self-love to enhance performance and productivity so we can experience happiness and fulfillment. And I've got a lot more I could share with you about her, but we want to get right in and be so so grateful to have here with us today, Agape Stasinopoulos. Agape, how are you? Thank you, Sharon. Thank you for this wonderful introduction. It is such a joy to be with you, Mm. with your listeners and your audience, and to really bring uh, the energy and the upliftment to support each other on this incredible journey. We're all in it together. Yes, absolutely. I got goosebumps when you said that. So I know this is going to be great. So um, Agape, I always ask all of my uh, podcast guests to share with me, since my podcast is called The Spiritually Persistent Entrepreneur, and I mentioned to you, I got that in kind of like a divine download when I was meditating afterwards. Um, What does being a spiritually persistent entrepreneur mean to you? Well, it's interesting because uh, today I have a a post up that I stole from my new book I have written on one of the chapters, and it's called Beware of Discouragement. Mm. And while I say that, I want to pause and ask the listeners to really do some self-reflection of what does discouragement mean to you? When does it come and knock on your door? And when you choose to open the door? Mm -hmm. Because discouragement knocks on every single human being's door. But the people who arrive at the top of the mountain, whatever the mountaintop is for you, and I don't mean this by sense of careers or bank account, or anything like that, or recognition. It is an inner 
mountaintop, that we all have a reference or a blueprint inside of what that means to us. So discouragement comes in and each one of us faces it. And I know my my dear Sharon, Mm -hmm. I have written extensively about (laughs) that in both my books, Unbinding the Heart and in Wake Up to the Joy of You, which is um, my latest book. And I have written about finding grace in disappointment, finding mm-hmm. uh, the the thread that uh, when discouragement comes, you can recognize it and not give it credence, not um, amplify it, not really buy into it. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm, absolutely. And, you know, uh, you know, one of the, th- I mean, that just ties in so perfectly with, you know, kind of what's been going on, right? I mean, we're coming out of, you know, uh, the, the whole experience with the uh, pandemic and, and all kinds of things that just kind of turn the world upside down. You know, a lot of people, you know, to say, and I've heard from a lot of people, I've certainly felt to myself, just feel a sense of overwhelm and frustration at times with a lot of different things. So, you know, I was really excited to have you talk about how people can feel vital and vibrant and uplifted during challenging times. And that could be challenging times in our own lives, right? Or also, you know, what's happening around us in the world, because, you know, as human beings, we have compassion and we're impacted, you know, by what is going on around us. You know, we, uh, we can just feel it energetically. I know you're very much a sensitive person. So what, like for us, I'm sure you are an empath too. We feel everything. Absolutely. So, it and we absorb it and I'm yes. like a sponge you know I take it on so yes absolutely give you some keys and tips and it's mm-hmm. very uh, practical first of yes. all uh life happens in the day life happens in the moment it's not like a, a, an abstract concept my life <laughs> right how you are right now is where your life is so being able to have the mindset and the awareness to say, what am I experiencing right now? And whatever I'm experiencing, wherever I find me every morning when I wake up, I embrace it because most of us push against it or we judge it. Mm -hmm. So judgments and pushing and resisting is going to create conflict. So let's give you an example. Maybe... Uh, first of all, how do you start your day? You know, like do, do not start your day by looking at your phone and, and starting with all your emails. Start your day with an evocation of uh, what I call, Sharon, the inner light. Right. The bigger light. And people often say, well, I don't know the light. I don't see the light. That's okay. There is a breathing uh, mechanism. There is a breathing power that is alive and well and mighty that is breathing all of us every moment. So in that power of the breath is is our strength, is, is our enthusiasm, is our joy. And if we just take even a few conscious breaths in the morning, and it's hard to do because the mind um, jumps and starts to the machine, the monkey mind, the to-do list starts to inundate us. But if you go past the mind 
into the presence of you and you wake up, you have a glass of water, you stretch. If you have kids, obviously they're pulling on you. They're, one might be crying. The, the, the calls might be coming in. But if you separate the worldly self, the self that is going to get on and get everything done and, 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 and go from task to task, from emails, from Zooms, uh, and try to complete your day with all your to-do, and you forget your being, so it's, it's really coming back into, I am a human being and not a human doing. So in between my activities, I take little moments of connecting, breathing, connecting with what I call my emotional self as well, and my spiritual self, which is my heart, my higher guidance, because Sharon, all of us have a high self and a soul. No one was put on this planet to be a random body walking around making things uh, happen. We are all connected to something larger than ourselves. And that is my message in every talk and every book. I said, find that place that is larger than you, than your ego, your personality, what I call the agapiness, the sharpness. Mm-hmm. There is that part that connects us all. Plato called it, the, the philosopher, the Greek philosopher called it the one soul, the, the magna soul, the bigger soul. Now, I'm not saying that that is, uh, how do you do that while you are about to get uh, on your Zoom calls or you have a deadline or you're managing your employees or you're raising money or something doesn't go your way, the investors didn't come through, uh, you're not getting the clients you want. You're not getting the receptivity you want in the world where you find people are not responding to you. Where do you go in your consciousness when the world doesn't give you what you want? This is where the inner work comes. And this is where I struggled tremendously when I was doing my own projects many years ago, whether it was my goddesses' work my one-woman show, my books. And I started with little seeds of wanting to express. And many, many times as I was fundraising and I was about to embark on a project, there would be tremendous... um, I was met by walls, you know, that Mm -hmm. I could not penetrate. So I kept going, but I kept going with affirming that I was not doing it by my own power. I was doing it with the power of the spirit. And that's where the strength comes. That's where you rise up. That's where you feel you can do things. And you go, my God, who did that? That's where your confidence comes from. When you know your maker, when you know that there is a miracle of life walking with you every moment, when you marvel at this body, first of all, that is miraculous. I often say to people, do you know how many cells you have? And people say, no. And I said, well, look it up. You have 37.2 trillion cells, give a cell or two. (laughs) So who makes those cells? Have you ever seen a cell? Have you realized that 
you think you are this doing person, you this worrying person, this person who might have anxiety and dreams that didn't get fulfilled or wants or desires, that's okay. That's your human conditioned self. But how do you bring that that spiritual aspect in you, that mighty, that the one that is inside of you, that breathes you, that right now speaks through me, that awakens you, that puts you to sleep, that moves you, that walks you, that 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 sees, that hears that miracle of life. If you take a moment and you say, well, you know, I really don't know, but inside of me there is a power that I am grateful for, that I am in reverence. And then you go about your day and you connect with that part and you say, show me, guide me, inspire me. And you give it over as um, my niece always says, offer it, Nana. She calls me Nana, offer it. Because we are all faced every day with decisions, choices. And if you face it rather than judge it, then you'll find that your path is open that I call it the Red Sea parts in front mm-hmm. of you. And I have seen it in, in, in my own life so many, many times. And I continue to write about it and speak about it because if I can do it, if I can see it, if I can feel it, I know this power exists, this light exists, and each one of us has it inside of them. Absolutely. I mean, that is so much. I I just have goosebumps as you're talking because I just know you're speaking truth. And as you say, I just really feel that energy coming through you. And I know that's what's just so amazing when you when you speak, you know, that you really allow that higher energy to come through you. And, you know, we even said before we we got on in the episode that one of our intentions was to touch the hearts of those people that are listening, right? To touch their hearts in the highest possible way, you know, to be of service. And I know for a lot of people, you know, when they feel overwhelmed, when they feel frustrated, when they feel like no matter what they do, things aren't working or, or they're kind of getting thing after thing after thing that's happening in their life and they feel like they just can't get a break. You know, I know that a lot of times it's it's challenging to think that things can be better, that they can get better because a lot of times, you know, that, that mind, you know, that kind of that, that monkey mind, that ego mind, whatever you want to call it, call it earth mind, you know, it's, it's, it's all focused in, you know, the, the fear and the worry and the anxieties, fear, fear, you know, fear. right. Oh my God. Thank you for mentioning fear yeah. because that's uh, the number. I mean, the number one is discouragement, but mm-hmm. <laughs> right there with discouragement, this is the dark child of fear. Can we talk about fear for a yes, moment? Yes, I would love that. Um, fear, um, here is an acronym of fear. False expectations appearing real. Mm-hmm. False expectations appearing real. So fear, and my God, I deal with fear. Don't you deal with fear? Mm-hmm. Absolutely, sure. I have dealt with fear. Um, I, I also, actually, I have a, um, I have a, a in a, one of my chapters, I don't remember, in one of my books, uh, I talk about terror, not fear. I remember mm-hmm. I was uh, living with my family and I was about, um, you know, and again, I just want to um, brief the audience that I was a 
a young girl when I came to Los Angeles as a, as a graduate of the Royal Academy of Dramatic Arts at the age of 23 to do a movie from London, England. Mm-hmm. From Greece to London to Los Angeles, I was hired to do a movie. And when the movie didn't work out and they said, I'm sorry, the movie fell through, you can now go back to London. I made a life choice to stay in Los Angeles uh, in the unknown with you know, pra- practically no money, very little money that was coming from my family, no work, no green card, and say, I will find my destiny here. Mm-hmm. And that's what led me to find my spiritual teacher, John Roger, my spiritual path. And that's what really started my embarking on this journey, which is, which is, <laughs> I call it, it's like the sequel of Iliad and, and um, Odyssey. It's, the sequel. it's Agape's Odyssey. It's an amazing journey. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, I love my, my journey. It has been so rich in challenges, adversities, um, relationships that didn't work, careers that didn't work, um, blocked pathways that I had to find my way around it. And the only reason I can speak with such authority is because I have faced those dark children, you know. Mm-hmm. So when I was in my 40s now, still not having found my my path and my place in the world uh, and asking, what am I going to do? I was leaving my family in Los Angeles, my sister, my mother, my nieces. They were all living together pretty much. And I was moving to New York to write a book that I had no idea I was asked to write a book on the goddesses because somebody saw my show, my one woman show, and they asked me to write a book. And I went, okay, yes, <laughs> but I didn't, <laughs> yes, I would do this, but I have no idea how I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. I was dating a man that I was in love with, and I'm now about to move from the hub of my, my family from LA to New York on my own with very little money, with a lot of unknowns, uh, feeling extremely insecure. And I literally remember sitting on my bed uh, in Santa Barbara, looking up in the sky and feeling, I know what terror feels like. I'm not, I'm not afraid. I'm terror. I have terror. I was paralyzed. Mm-hmm. And, and, it's a credible feeling when t- when fear takes over your body because you can't even move. Sure. Yes. And I remember uh, telling uh, two of my best friends because my friends who are listening to us right now, you must confess your fear. You must not hide it. You must not be ashamed of it. You must not put it under the carpet. You mustn't say, I'm fine when you are afraid. You can just say, I'm scared. I'm nervous. I really don't know what's going to happen. Please support me. And mm-hmm. and that naming it gives you authority over it. But if you don't name it, write it out, you know, write free from writing, pull it out of you because you're more than your fear. You're more than your fear. You're more than your panic. You are more than all the adversities you're facing. The part of you that is mighty, my mother used to say, be your mighty self, Agape. Mm-hmm. <laughs> your mighty self will know how to overcome it. So my friends who know me and love me, and please find one friend at least who, or one person in your life that you can hold hands with. You support them, they support you. 
you they resonate with you. You feel safe with them. You can say anything to them and they will love you. That's my greatest blessing in my life. I had a mother like this. I have a sister like this, my sister Ariana. I am like this to many people and friends, and I have chosen friends in my life that there is nothing I cannot say to them. You know, my most vulnerable naked self is shared with them. And that is freedom, Sharon. Mm-hmm. Because if I have to pretend that I'm okay when I'm not okay, I mean, I am okay, but I'm experiencing not okayness. Do you know what I mean? Yes, absolutely. So in that moment, my friends came to me and supported me and lifted me and loved me. And so I, I, call, I actually had an amazing experience. I walked the labyrinth. There is a center in Los Angeles, which is my spiritual center. It is called... Um, the uh, labyrinth gardens um, in on Adams and Crenshaw. It's MSIA, the Movement of Spiritual Inner Awareness, and it's um, the Prana, and it's called Prana. That is the ashram, and it is the um, labyrinth gardens. And there is a labyrinth. And um, please email me at agapi at unbindingtheheart.com, which is my email, and I will give you the exact address and the phone number, and you can call them and make an appointment and go and meditate. And walking the labyrinth, if you're in Los Angeles, and there is one in New York as well in a church, I don't know other places, the labyrinth is a place where it's a, it's a Chinese ancient tradition, and, and as you walk the labyrinth, the left hemisphere of the brain and the right hemisphere of the brain kind of integrate. And you pose a question, like a life choice question. And as you walk it, uh, the, the brain starts to align with the spirit. And it's miraculous. You kind of suddenly know what to do. Mm-hmm. And I've had taken many friends through the labyrinth, and it's been a profound experience. So as I was walking the labyrinth, I saw a trapeze um, and the trapeze was, I was in one end of the trapeze and there was the other end. And then there was in between where you have to jump and spirit said, showed me, if you jump, we will catch you and meet you on the other side. Mm. It's beautiful. It profound. Mm-hmm. I got out of the labyrinth. I drove at my home. I remember in Santa Barbara and I started to pack and I packed. I got my ticket. I arrived um, in New York and, you know, met the man uh, that I was in love with, which six months later I broke up with, <laughs> you know, and I started my embarking, you know, found a home for myself. You know, the rest is like the rest of my journey, but that life choice that transition was very hard for me. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure everyone in uh, there, uh, as our listeners are listening to us now, there must be times in your life where you feel stuck, where you feel you need to move. You need to move out of a relationship. You need to move into a relationship. You're making life choices to leave a job and start your own um, career or your own startup. And, and, all these steps are going to be challenged, my friends. No one that I have met in my life who has come into a place of success, and what I mean by success, where they have 
completed something or are, they have achieved something, whether it is um, a business, a relationship, a child, a book, um, a, a, a song, a, a record, a painting, mm-hmm. whatever it is you have started, it, it, it has a journey, it has a process. And every day you have to find that bungee cord, that wave of, of loving in yourself to go through the phases, the uh-huh. chapters of your life. And not having the, again, I said, discouragement, fear, anxiety, depression, um, giving up, the negative voice in you, the judgments, the voice that says to you, oh, you can't do this. Oh, my God, how am I going to do this? I don't know. how. I'm overwhelmed. I'm overwhelmed. How many times people say, I'm overwhelmed. I'm worried. I'm overwhelmed. That is a mantra that we must address and tell the part, who is making me overwhelmed? What am I doing to myself that's overwhelming me? Please take a moment, write it down, spell it out. Be a scientist to yourself. Find Mm. your energy. Manage your energy. You know you have the blueprint. Don't, okay, there are hundreds of self-help books and there are hundreds of apps at the moment who will help you. Maybe you find one book. Maybe you find one teacher. Maybe you find one app. But go back to your inner master. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well, that is so incredibly powerful. And I know that... um, you uh, you brought something that will can really help people start to do that right and that that is uh, your free gift so did you want to talk about that or is there anything else that you wanted to share before we do that well um i uh, first of all i truly uh I, you know encourage people to go get my book and uh wake mm-hmm. up to the joy of you 52 meditations and um, practices for a calmer and happier life, because that book, which actually was just listed one of the best books in meditation, one of eight best books in guided meditations, mm. Healthline, uh, that book has tips, have meditations. You know, I sat for a year, Sharon, and I spelled it out. And, and then I have the audio versions, which you can download on Audible or iTunes, of wake up to the joy of you, just the meditations or the book. And that is powerful. Mm -hmm. Now, um, I personally, if you send me an email, agapi at unbindingtheheart.com, I will send you some of my guided meditations, about Mm -hmm. um, eight or nine of them I give out as my gift. And it will be my joy to have you listen to them. They're short and sweet from from you and they're like incredibly uplifting because sometimes we can't quieten our mind but if we listen to mm-hmm. someone else's voice i listen to them myself right <laughs> because i i you know i don't live in the calm uh forever blissful zone <laughs> <laughs> right I, I i know myself i have some uh, meditations and visualizations i've done and i listen to them myself because it's 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 great when you can listen to something else it just really it's it's super easy you know there's no there's no effort involved so um Agape, why don't you give people that email again so and i do appreciate that you're directly 
providing people with your email so that they can just reach out to you and say, I want those meditations. You know, I'd like your book. Um, we know you, they can certainly get your book on Amazon um, where we get a, everything um, and, and bookstores, wherever we can find bookstores. Um, I'm sure they're there. Uh, but why don't you give people the your email so they can get in touch with you? Yes. Uh, my email is agapi, A-G-A-P-I, agapi at unbindingtheheart.com. Okay, great. Awesome. So I just think that's so beautiful. And I could talk to you forever. I'd love to have you back on. Um, I know we've just scratched the surface. Like to do one minute of uh, just um, centering. right? Sure, now. absolutely. We'd be honored. Just, uh, just wherever you are, if you're driving, don't do this with us. Uh, stay focused on your driving. If you are just listening Wherever you are, just connect with your breath. And I'm going to play just a little soft music. And just allow your breath to slow down. And as you receive the breath, long inhales deep. Feel the air coming in your lungs. Isn't that wonderful? And as you exhale, exhale all the way down. Feel the air leaving your feet. And then receive the breath now. Just receive the breath. Because, you know, we don't take our breath. We receive it. And we... Take about 28,000 breaths a day. And we never, never think about them consciously. And our heartbeat goes on 24-7, even when we sleep. So focus on your heartbeat. Focus on your breath. And allow an inner light to start awakening inside from the top of your head all the way down to your spine all the way down to the feet just feel a warm positive uplifting light and let this light energize you uplift you Send it ahead to the rest of your day like a river of light touching everything you do. And throughout the day, take moments to reconnect with the light. You can bring colors to your consciousness. You can bring a bright, wonderful yellow like a sunbeam. And your third eye, which is right between your eyebrows on top of the bridge of the nose, can even take your finger and touch that that is your third inner eye you can feel the sun like a sunbeam of light illuminating you let the breath slow down and just come into a place of gratitude into a place of reverence and find your stillness, such a stillness inside. 
stillness, like a lake, calm lake, that's deeper, calm, serene, and you can get a lot done in your stillness. And now just, just like that, awaken your joy. Feel your joy, feel your joy. Your joy that you know, that you see in children. And the spark of joy. And let it be amplified. And take your palms of your hand and place them in your heart and in your belly. connect your emotional center and your heart and very gently return to this moment connected to yourself your gratitude your spirit and smile when we smile outside and inside we give a signal to the nervous system all is well I'm safe, I'm well, I'm protected, I'm surrounded by positive good energy, all is well in my life because I never walk alone. God is my partner, the universal energy is well and alive in me right now. I evoke it, I embrace it, and I embody it. Thank you, sweetheart. All right, that was so beautiful. Thank you so much. I'm just so grateful for you. And thank you for, that just gives people a little bit of a taste of your beautiful meditations. I mean, I, I just went someplace else. I'm glad I got back in time. <laughs> so happy. Thank you, but, Sharon. You are such a beautiful being. You're such a beautiful woman and, and a force in the world. God bless you. Thank you. God bless you. And thank you, everybody, for being here. And please go and get Agape's um, meditations. You can contact her directly at agape at unbindingtheheart.com. It's also on the episode page as well. People can go on my website yes. com, and also they can go into uh, my instagram agape sees where i post a lot of inspirational meditations and talks and everything but just um, um you i'm available basically you absolutely can you can find you everywhere for everyone for everyone <laughs> thank you. you all be be well be supportive of yourself and support others to their upliftment the world needs positive, uplifting people right now. Stay the course. Thank you so much. And thank you, everybody. And we will see you next time. And we see you living lives of love, joy, peace, and prosperity, and health, safety, joy in all ways and always. We'll see you back here next time, everybody. Do you hate selling yet love to be of service? In my free masterclass, 
you will discover three soulful secrets to client conversations that feel joyful, easy, and fun. Using these secrets, one of my clients made $8,000 in one week, and another client made $100,000 in less than six months. Register now at www.coachingfromspirit.com masterclass.